What does it mean to triangulate someone? That's the question. Answer. Actually, another question. What is triangulation? I Googled this because I wanted to know what the hell that is. And the meaning is, triangulation is when a toxic or manipulative person, often a person with strong narcissistic traits, brings a third person into their relationship in order to remain in control. There will be limited or no communication between the two mm, triangulated individuals, except through the manipulator. My name is Eric, and welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. Now, you may ask yourself, what, what brought this on? Well, I've been going through some trying times, ladies and gentlemen out in the audience. And it's very trying when you're 71 years old and you're going through stuff that you've been through when you was 18, 19, and 20. And certain people I know who I was fooling around with, Older than me, they just don't grow up, or they just don't learn their lessons, or they just haven't advanced in twenty in the twenty twenties. They're still acting like nineteen sixty and seventies. And I had a memory of a relationship I had back in the seventies with a Brazilian. His name was Paulo. And I don't know if Paulo was narcissistic, but there was something strange about him. And I'm just, I'm in, I'm in my young 20s, I mean, early 20s, and it's not only just him, it's other men. I mean, actually, I went to a psychiatrist later in my later, when I got in my 30s, because I just got tired of doing the same thing. Was that, was that story you're doing the same thing, expecting different results and keeping the same results? Well, the funny thing is I'm, I was doing the same thing with different men and got the same results. And the results I got is uh, usually liars, cheat. They had, a lot of them didn't have no jobs. A lot of them didn't have no place to stay. I bring them into my house and they try to take over my house and they're going to tell me what to do in my house. Well, I'm 71 years old. That don't work anymore. Only problem is now I don't I when I see the signs I run away, but then the people I'm hanging with is also in their seventies. They learn to hide those signs until I until it's too late. That's never too late. But anyway, I want to talk about I call it the Apollo story, and two things he did in our relationship, whatever relationship we had. I don't know what what we had. Um, I met him. He was a, uh, illegal alien and then he got deported. Uh, we didn't live together at the time. Uh, I, I think we was about to live together and that's when he got deported. He kept in touch, yada, yada, yada. 
I said, well, let me come down and see you. I mean, I was working on Wall Street. So I had, and I, and I got three weeks vacation time. So I went to Brazil to, to meet him. I met the family, I met the brother, blah, blah, blah. So he always, when he was in the States, he always mentioned about Carnival, how great Carnival was. So I went, that's what I went down. I went down for three weeks and the first week was Carnival. And I figured, oh, that'd be nice. Now, granted, this was like, uh, let's see, how was this? How can I say? We met in, let's say, 86. So now I was 90, I was 40 years old. So now I was 92. And granted that he got deported. So we haven't been together that all that time. We just, a letter here, a letter there. And, you know, we didn't have cell phones. And you wasn't going to call long distance. Because I was a lot of money. So we, we kept in touch through uh, what they call pen pals, you know. So I got down there and uh, it was time to go to um, Carnival. It was me, him, and his brother. Now they lived in the, the suburbs, so you had to take a bus to get into the town, Salvador. And we got into the town. And then once you get into the town, it's wall to wall people. And you had the electro bus. And you have, it was a mess. I'm, I wasn't used to that. In fact, it, it frightened me. I was scared to, uh, not to say it was claustrophobic. If you're claustrophobic, there's no way you can handle that. And I told them that I felt it's just too many people. And they couldn't, they, they couldn't understand. You're from New York City. And I explained to them, I said, well, yes, I remember I was in New York City. I was younger in my teens. And I went down to 42nd Street for um, New Year's. When the ball fall down. New York City and 42nd Street, Times Square. And I said, uh, I was in that crowd, was war-to-war people. And then somebody threw a firecracker in, in the crowd. And people was running, running. And, and I, I was a big guy, so I, did, I couldn't do much, too much running. But I, I saw people getting trampled on. And, and that feeling came back to me there in Salvador. It was war-to-war people in the streets watching the, that a parade. So what they did was they took me, we walked to one of the, um, what you call it, the um, those hotels, those that only have, uh, um, goodness, I want to say immigrants, the hotels that only cater to people who's out of town, tourists, tourists, the hotels, they only cater to tourists, not to the, not to the natives, and they had a boardwalk, and they, we went there to sit on the boardwalk, because the the parade goes around the city and it comes to the, oh, I could sit there and watch the parade. I didn't have to be in the crowd. So anyway, my Brazilian friend, doing our walking to the hotel, cruised somebody. Cruised somebody, rapped to them. I saw, him, I saw him talking to somebody, but I don't speak Portuguese. Me and his brother kept on walking. Then, before we got to the hotel, he ran up to the brother, blah, blah, blah. They talked. He went back to whoever he was talking to. We get to the hotel, and we sit down. And I said, well, where's Paulo? He goes, well, Paulo um, was talking to that guy, and blah, blah, this. And I said, is he coming? Or oh, his brother said, I don't know. Make a long story short, we sat there pretty much all night till the parade was gone. And we was going to take a cab back to the suburbs. I said, uh, where's Paulo? He goes, oh, I don't know. Next morning. Where's Paulo? He goes, I, I, I don't know. And then I got mad. I said, well, what's going on here? And I said to his brother, I said, don't tell me he went home with that kid 
because the kid was younger than him. And I got mad. I said, I'm here visiting. I said, I'm not your friend. I'm his friend. I, I said, a cop means that much to him that he can't just take down the phone number and call the person later when I leave? I said, that's freaking ridiculous. But to make a long story short, I, I went off. I said, I want to kill this son of a whatever. And next thing I know, his brother said, well, don't, 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 don't do that. And his brother came back about an hour later and said, don't do that, be nice. And Paula was behind him. And I was like, wow, wow. I f- and I felt stupid. I made a trip all the way down to Brazil to be with you. Not just, no, we weren't lovers, but yet I am a friend. We were pen piling all these years. And you just leave me like that with a total stranger. I don't know his brother. Now there's more to this story. Of course, I went back and uh, of course, I made a scene, of course. We all make scenes, don't we? Anyway, so I got back. Um, that was 92. I mean, see, 94 years later, 96. Uh, I get a, uh, actually, I got a phone call. Paula was in town at the airport. And I said, well, how the hell do you get, you know, because he was deported. So he didn't want to, well, he told me uh, he was using his brother's passport. So he's, he was coming in this, in this country under his brother's name. Mm, interesting. And he wanted to know if I could put him up for the night. Of course, you know, what if I put him up for the So I did. So I went to, got in the cab, got picked him up, brought him back home. And then that's when he says to me that he wants to spend the rest, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but I don't want duties. And I know what that meant. His English wasn't great, but we all know what he meant by duties. He wanted an open relationship. And I said to him, I can't do it. I'm too emotionally involved with you. I said, if I wasn't emotionally involved with you, yeah, we could be roommates forever, but it's going to be hard for me to be have you living with me, and I know what he meant. So he could be he don't come home some nights, and he'll be out in somebody else's bed and all like this. And and actually, that's what happened. I told him he couldn't do that. So he's living with me now. He got a key to my house. He was to go out to look for a job, and the only job he can get, uh, he had a green card. I don't know. His brother had a green. I don't know how. You know the story. He had a green card, and. Um, He's left the house. We left the house together. I went to my job. He went to his job, supposedly. And then he and the next night, he didn't come home. And I was I was very sick. I mean, this boy, English isn't that great. He's out there in the street. He's a, he was a dishwasher. God knows those dishwashers work, and you, we all know what kind of places they work at. I was scared he got killed or got robbed and didn't come home. And then I went, I went to the police station. I was said, and I gave him his name. I had to give him his brother's name, by the way. And then I said, he, just, he didn't show up. He's, he's not an American. He's from Brazil. He doesn't know what's going on in this New York City. And they told me I had to wait 24 hours. I couldn't, you know, given a, a missing person person for 24 hours. So I came back home. And who's sitting up in my house? And I said to him, well, where have you been? Oh, I was out. And then, the, long story short, he met some guy at a movie house. Up in New Rochelle, what the hell he's doing in New Rochelle? I don't know. And he spent the night with the guy, and I said, "Well, Paulo, can't, can't you call me? I mean, come on, can't you just get on the phone and make a call? I mean, I don't understand that. No, we're not lovers; we're roommates. 
and you got the keys to my house, I get worried if you and and you're not even a citizen. Why would you not call to let me know what's going on? When I was that, long story short, uh, I got rid of him. Long story short, but the thing is, what brought me back? What brought me back was my little relationship I was in recently, and broke up. For the, it's almost it's the same thing. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you can't. Contact me? You disappear for four days and all of a sudden I'm worried sick? What happened was I was worried sick and I called uh, the, the, the sheriff to check up on him. We got mad. You called the sheriff on me. I said, I don't know. I, we, we talk every day. And so, I mean, when you talk to somebody every day, four or five times a day, seven days a week, and all of a sudden they disappear on you for four days... Wouldn't you be worried? Anyway, you're going to hear a lot about my relationships. I'm trying to get over. Now I'm trying. At my age, I'm trying to get over one. It was easy to get over a relationship when you're in your 20s. When you break up a relationship in your 20s, you just go down to, to the sex bars and have sex all day. Anyway, you just heard the craziness that lives inside my head.